What up? I'm Samantha. I'm Lauren. And I'm Rosa. And we're still choosing a podcast, and we're back <laughs> in the I'll Skype studio. In the Skype studio. <laughs> it's August 27th. It's almost, sep- oh, sorry. It's almost September. Um, yeah. But. Oh, it's, it's August, August 27th. 27th. I don't know Today's if anybody. the weird day. Yeah, I don't know if anybody <gasps> was fortunate enough to find August 27th TikTok, but. There was this weird trend going on on TikTok that today something really weird is going to happen or event that's going to change the world is going to happen. And I don't know if they just meant that we're going to be going through it because we're fucking going through it yet again in this country and in this world. Um, But I was hoping it'd be something a little positive with the positive twist. Well, you know what they I mean? were saying they were, yeah, because they were saying that like the Simpsons uh, prophecy was going to come true. Um, but also I was seeing that like today is just a day you're supposed to manifest like everything. Let's you want. start manifesting. So um, like I said, today the Simpsons prophecy was supposed to come true. <laughs> But we'll see. There's still only six o'clock. But I was saying that you should manifest today. <laughs> and it's said to manifest everything you want in life. So let's do it. Manifest that house. Manifest that money. That have money. Manifest yeah. that change in the world. Um, no, but like I said, we have so much to talk about because so much. It's just honestly like basically a cycle at this point which is so sad that we're here yet again during the pandemic again another black man was shot by the police fortunately he is still alive and stable um but we will get into that uh we also have to talk about like the rnc is happening right now amongst all this craziness a hurricane just hit But we also have some lighter news mixed in here. We have a nice little note from the State Fair of Texas, which we thought we weren't going to see. We also have to talk about some weird stories like Christian University leader is in the hot seat right now. Literally, he was in the hot seat. (laughs) Literally the hot seat. But let's just go ahead and start off with the worst news. And we're here again, having this conversation yet again on this podcast. While wow, we're still protesting yeah. another shooting. Right. Oh, um, man. So, like we were saying, we're here yet again on this podcast talking about the police shooting an unarmed black man. Um, this weekend, Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back. while In cops- front of his children. Yeah, while his children, yeah, while his children were in the car, apparently, um, there was an altercation and he wasn't supposed to be at this house, so they called the cops on him and it was like a domestic call. The cops come out, they call all this backup to go there, um, and while Jacob Blake was trying to get back into his car. They shot him seven times in the back while he was literally like opening the door to get into his vehicle. And allegedly his children were in the vehicle, his sons. 
And miraculously, he survived this shooting and he is in the hospital. He's stable. As of right now, his family stated that he is going to be paralyzed from the waist down. Um, and yeah, it's just we're here yet again. And this happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin this time. This happened this weekend and the cops are on leave. I don't know if that's paid or not. I'm sure it is. Yeah. And um, it's being investigated by the FBI. But th- like Lauren said earlier, we were already protesting <laughs> another shooting and killing of a unarmed black man. And here we are again. So in Kenosha, Wisconsin, the next day immediately, pretty much protest amped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been, quote unquote, civil unrest there ever since. And um, the big thing is, after the first night of protesting, the mayor put on a curfew. So that kind of raised tensions more. And looting began and things were set on fire. But like we saw last time, that was all done by outside. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't even done by the protesters. It was done by people who were like... I mean, some of them were, like, legit undercover cops, and then some people were just taking advantage uh-huh. of I feel the like... protest. So, something that's weird is the fact that these cops already had all this SWAT and riot gear, and it's just a small town. Like, mm-hmm. a random-ass town, and they're already, like, ready and geared up for war, basically. They have their... yeah. SWAT gear, they have their tanks. Like, how do these little small town police have all this stuff at the ready? Like, why are they that funded to where they can easily militarize? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fucking sketch, and it feels like a fucking... It just feels like everything's falling in place for Trump because he just wants to distract yeah. people from, like, the harm he's actually doing with his fucking policies. And, like... What also angers me more at this time is they have not really put this out there, but a cop was actually shown, there's a video of her um, trying to calm a man that's trying to literally attack her with a knife, saying, I'm going to kill you. And she tries to create space and calm him down. She's pointing her gun at him because, I mean, he's literally going to attack her with mm-hmm. a knife, but tries to do everything in her power because she's trained correctly and is, like, actually trying to use the right, like, protocol. She does eventually have to shoot him, but only once. And she's alone. And all of these altercations that have been happening, it's, like, multiple cops. And it's just really frustrating right now also, because yeah. it's just ridiculous and it's uncalled for and it's just wrong. Yeah, and, like, the cop that shot him, he was the only cop that drew his gun. And they try to tase Jacob Blake, and then that's when he, like, evaded arrest and tried to go to his car because he's like, I'm just going to leave. And um, then that's when that cop was just, like, um, just shot him seven times in the back. And um, we've said this before, like, a cop isn't supposed to kill somebody like yeah. that's it's not their job to serve justice when a crime is broken um or when a law is broken mm-hmm. 
just because like even if Jacob Blake was guilty or like he did have something or was evading arrest that still doesn't give the officers the right to shoot you that's In not the their job yeah like yeah. I don't understand why that was so necessary for them to shoot him and to just stop him completely like he didn't have an automatic rifle he wasn't like on a freaking killing rampage it was just a domestic dispute between a family member mm-hmm. and why was it so important for you to just come to fully just just murder somebody to stop them from walking yeah. away from the scene yeah Seven times isn't you're trying to just, like, disarm them or stop them. Seven times is you're trying to, to kill them. them. Yeah. Because yeah. you fear for your, you quote-unquote It was like he shot life. him, and then he, like, just realized probably at that moment it's better if he's dead than alive. So he's probably shitting his pants that, the, that yeah. Jacob Blake is still alive. But, like, I just don't understand it at all. Because then there was video released of another incident where a white guy was doing the exact same thing. But at this one, he was actually charging the cop and the cop would just like make a space, make space from him yeah. to protect himself. We, I wonder if we were talking about the same one. Yeah. I think it was, it was a lady that cop. I was talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. The guy that I was talking about with the knife was a white man. No. And in a parking a lot with a bunch of people watching too. But yeah. It's just like, it's just obviously they could change their protocol. There's no reason for anyone to lose their life, even if you're guilty, even if they literally saw you, like, punch some a kid. Like, they still need to arrest that person and not yeah. serve the justice there, because that's up to the jury of your peers, because everyone deserves that. Exactly. Whether you're guilty or not, you deserve that trial. Yeah. And I'm doing justice on their own. And I saw a tweet, and it was like, um, it just proves when someone like what's his name, Dylan Ruth or whatever, who shot up the freaking uh school, how they could a um, church, the ch- a church, yeah. yeah, the church, how they could stop him without killing him and take him to Burger King after, but a black man who has a knife in his car allegedly um is a bigger threat, and they were like, the reality is, is like. Your black skin is the most threatening weapon to a white cop. Like, and yep. that's the yep. end all be all of that and argument. Also, the stupid ass people who are like, well, he had priors and like using that to justify no. murdering him. That's not it how doesn't. it fucking works. Again, that's why we have the justice system set up in place. And yeah, it doesn't work all the time. And that's exactly why people are protesting so that like the justice system will work. And it's just fucking annoying that people can be like, I know we were, me and Sam were listening to a ticket earlier and they were talking about this. And one of the hosts on there was saying how like, if you switch shoes and it was your daughter that had a DUI and she also had an assault charge because she got drunk and she punt, got in a fight with someone. It was like, what would you think? Would you say, well, that justifies the police putting seven rounds in her back? Like, no, you would be furious still because you would be like, just because she had those priors doesn't mean she deserved to die. Exactly. It's like, it's just so annoying how it's so blatantly racist and people are trying so hard to be like, it's not racist. Mm -hmm. Like trying so hard to justify 
killing yeah. black men and black women and black people like just trying to justify that so hard just like, trying no, to dude, you're just fucking everything. racist yeah exactly negate the racism to make it sound justifiable it's fucking yeah. terrible. like you're racist so like sam said there were protests immediately after this happened pretty much and then it unfortunately escalated and people were lighting buildings on fire and they were looting so once that happens of course there's gonna be those people with their guns who are like we're gonna go protect these businesses businesses that we don't even own these like tj maxes we probably don't even know who the owner is but we're gonna go protect them because in reality they're just like trigger happy people who just want to shoot someone yeah. And most likely are racist and want to shoot a black person. They're AR-15s. So, yeah. So those people go out there. They're quote-unquote being security or whatever for these buildings, for this property. It's just fucking property. Who most likely they have insurance to cover any loss. Um, so they go out there. They're being thanked by police officers of course mm-hmm. for watching these given water yeah given water. water um not seen as a threat at all even though they have their hands on their guns and it's just fucking disgusting literally um, walking around with assault rifles and cops are so okay with that because their skin is white, white. oh my god literally So, of course, tensions are gonna be high when you just see these, like, racist assholes with guns who are there mainly, like, they're saying they want to protect the business, but in reality, they just want to be intimidating and possibly shoot, use their rifles. They They just want to live out some fucking racist fantasy or some gamer fantasy. Oh, my God. Okay, so then apparently, I don't even know what happened initially that led to the first shooting. Um, I was reading an article and it was saying that, like, someone had shot into the air um, to, like, clear the way or something through, like, an unclear way. And I think that's whenever that stupid-ass 17-year-old kid who crossed a state line with the rifle, only 17, totally illegal, to go over and protect this business, quote-unquote, protect a business. And um, so he turns around into the crowd and shoots at the crowd, and he, um, they said it appeared that he, I kind of, it was hard to watch the video, but it was saying that it appeared that he shot the man in the head. Oh, my God. Um so he starts running and people start running after him because, of course, they're going to try to get him. Mm-hmm. And they're like yelling he's a shooter. And so people come and they try to tackle him. He falls to the floor, turns around and just starts shooting at people. He shoots one man in the head, uh, in the head, sorry, in the hand. And then he shoots another in the chest. And the one he shot in the chest is the man who died. So two men died. From this kid. Mm-hmm. He murdered two people. Yeah. Um, and then after he does that, the cops who are all there hearing the gunshots, they don't, they're saying like the cops didn't even move towards the gunshots because cops don't prevent crime. That's not their job. They just get there after to like 
take statements. Like, they don't prevent crime. Um, but anyways, they didn't go towards the gunfire, which if they did prevent crime, they fucking would have to try to stop this guy from murdering another person. Um, and so this kid gets up. He starts walking towards the cops with his hands up while people are literally saying, like, screaming, he's the shooter. And the cops yeah. just, like, wave him and they go by. And as they go towards the protesters. Yeah. There's like, a- literally... He just yeah. murdered two people. He's People are yelling he's a shooter. He has the rifle. He's walking towards you guys, like, surrendering, and you just let him go. And, yeah, so that happened Tuesday. And then he goes back to his hometown, and they're on, like Lauren said, he crossed state lines. He goes back to his hometown of Illinois, in Illinois, and they can't find him. And they finally found him and arrested him Wednesday and, um, yeah, he killed a 26-year-old and a 36-year-old man who were out yeah. there protesting. Oh, it's so disgusting. Dude. One of them, like, left behind a little daughter because he was trying to get him to stop him from, like, murdering other people. Yeah. And he got murdered. And it's, like, it's so insane, but this is where we are. Yeah. Like, these people are online, they're on Reddit, on 4chan, on Facebook, in these groups, and they're just in, like, like, getting each other's, like, blood boiling over something, and then this is what happens. Someone goes and they take action, like this 17-year-old stupid-ass kid did. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know how to handle a gun. He's 17. He shouldn't even have a gun. Like, it's just, it's so infuriating. And then the fact that they just let him walk by and keep going. Well, they knew he was there because they were saying, I saw a video where they were saying, yeah, the cops said they're going to push everyone towards us and then we're going to leave because y'all know how to handle them. And it's like, yeah, the cops are going to make y'all shoot them because they don't want more shit on them. Yeah. And I was thinking back to like whenever... That shooting happened here in Dallas um, at a protest. Do y'all remember that? Yeah. I'm sure everyone does. I was thinking back to that and, like, what happened. And I remember, like, that one guy had, because in Texas you can open carry, so you can Mm -hmm. just have your rifle strapped to your back. I remember that one guy had his strapped to his back, and he, like, went to the cops with his hands up, and they unarmed him. And I'm like, wouldn't you think... If you saw that boy coming up to you with your arms up, wouldn't you be, like, go up to him and unarm him like the other cop did in Dallas? Like, even if you didn't know he was the shooter, you heard gunshots. Like, at that point, wouldn't you want to, like, unarm the people to make sure just in case, like, something else doesn't happen? Exactly. But then, like Rosa said, they were saying they were, like, pushing him towards him because that's who they want them to shoot. So they don't have any liability of killing these protesters. I'm just, ugh, it's all so fucking annoying and hard to just, like, it's hard to fucking even think about that this is where we live. This is what it's come to. Yeah. And all because of, of Trump, because of Trump and Facebook, like, this is where we're at now. Because no one wants to fucking listen to anyone. They just want it their way or the highway. Like, I just ugh, fucking... Fucking ra- fuck racist. Yep. I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed. It's so draining. And we're not even, like, I can't, 
even imagine being a black person right in this country right now like we can't even fathom that idea and it's already so heartbreaking and disconcerting to us and like i can't imagine the ptsd you have the fear um yeah not only do you have to worry about these cops but now you have to worry about these like vigilante terrorist racist white nationalists yeah who are like well he we thought he was gonna steal this property property yeah that's not even mine valuing property over a human life valuing capitalism over human life i mean i guess that is capitalism in the end but um yeah he said he was like part of a militia group that they met through facebook and they were like we're tired of see in our city which he doesn't even live there i'm sure yeah. half of them aren't even there they probably all cross state lines like he did they're like we're tired of seeing the, um, our city being like burned down and ruined so we're gonna go protect it i just don't understand like how is there not a law against them? against like people showing up with assault rifles and guns to a protest where they're where yeah like um like i get i don't even i was just like thinking like if dallas was burning i wouldn't go over there and be like i need to go protect dallas i'd be like that's not my fucking job that's not what i'm paid for that's what the police are paid for that is the police are paid to protect and serve and then and and also i know the Dallas firefighters fucking rule. They can take care of it too. Exactly. They got it under control. I'm not paid for that. I'm not trained for we that. Didn't, we didn't take an oath to protect and serve. Yeah. Yeah. Because that like, is an yeah, option. I, Blue I love Dallas. Do not matter. Yeah, I mean, but, do not matter. Blue lives. <laughs> Blue lives do not exist. It is an option for them to be a cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing as Blue Lives. But, um, uh, but. It's just, I'm just thinking about, just think about, like, we that love so... Dallas. If I saw that green building, or, like, I won't say a specific building. Um, <laughs> if I saw something in Dallas burning and I even loved it, I was, like, a, I was, like, like, hopefully, or, like, vandalized. I'm, like, as long as no one is in there being harmed, but it's not my job to go protect. Yeah. Like, I love Angry Dog, but it's not my job to go stand outside <laughs> and protect those cheese fries, like. <laughs> they'll rebuild right. and make me some cheese fries later on like okay but fine. what if someone tried to destroy big techs I'm just kidding. someone okay. did yeah <laughs> yeah someone did oh no I mean, but he rebuilt and he rebuilt exactly. yeah um but the sheriff said that in a press conference after this all happened he said that he had requests from community members to deputize citizens to aid police in responding to like the protest and the vandalizing and he was like what happened last night is a perfect example as to why citizens should not be deputized during Mm -hmm. a fucking situation like this they're not trained for that Mm -hmm. this is the whole reason we're protesting is because the police aren't even trained properly to be police why would you trust some racist off facebook to be trained properly and all of his social medias point to like a fascination with uh, back the blue and guns and yeah. Trump. Um, and there was a note that y'all are gonna fucking hate, and it was like for his 16th birthday. You know, on Facebook, how you can uh, donate oh, to yeah. do like donations. His was 
Hold on, I, I have to. No, I have to find it. Hutt Jr. already. His was to donate to humanize the badge. What does that even mean? I was like, you mean humanize the the badge? Because like, yeah, we need that. <laughs> we need more positive vagina <laughs> monologue out there. Like, no. For his 16th birthday, he asked for donations to humanize the badge. I hope they the badge. took money away. I hope it went negative. Right. So fucking. Uh, what do they need? More military equipment? Like, fuck them. But uh, one more note before we like move on. I want to say fuck the New York Post for posting the article about Kyle Rittenhouse. It's his name, Kyle Rittenhouse. They posted an article and it was like Kyle Rittenhouse spotted cleaning Kenosha graffiti before his sh- before the shooting. Stupid. Okay. And then oh. they and then like they talk about how uh, there is a knife found in Jacob Blake's car, and it's like, what is? How are you not understanding the variances here and right? how it's so racist? But fuck the Why New York Post. Why would you be like moments before Jacob Blake was um, attempt for a cop attempted Jacob Blake's murder? He was singing in the car with his sons. Exactly. Like, why wasn't that your article? But also, that just proves that what is his name? Ritter? Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever. That just proves that not only is he a racist murderer, he's a goddamn fucking weenie for cleaning up art. What a, what a, how would you even raise someone so fucking stupid? His parents should be ashamed, honestly. His parents should go to jail. Also, like, Kyle is now a murderer. Jacob Blake is not. Yes, exactly. Okay, but let's move on to what, like, action that's actually going to help stop this problem. And people actually making a statement and putting it in work. So, after this all happened... um, Sports is finally back, and a lot of professional sports decided, like, it's now or never. We've already been, like, protesting. We've already been making statements. The NBA has Black Lives Matter on the side of the court. The uh, players can write whatever they want on their jerseys. And I guess it just finally was, like, it's not enough. So on August 26th, the NBA was scheduled to have playoff games that day, and they s- decided that, nope, we're not going to do it. Yeah, the players so, are protesting, so, so they kind of couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. the NBA boycotted, the WNBA boycotted, MLB boycotted, Major League Soccer boycotted, and Naomi Osaka boycotted and uh, walked out of the semifinals of the Western and Southern Open. And this is no no justice, no sports. Yes. (laughs) Um, This is just like such a huge deal. If you think about it in this country, it's a capitalist country. Yeah. Um, Sports is a huge moneymaker in this country with advertisements. The NBA playoffs is a huge, huge money-making machine advertisement galore it's one of the most one of the only sports on finally coming back when they decide to boycott their playoff game that also 
Because you got to make them wallets hurt. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I, was, I was making a TikTok, sorry. That stops advertisement. That stops yeah. the income. The only way, like, we're going to see big change, well, one of the major ways is by, like Lauren said, make their pockets hurt. So the advertisement mm-hmm. from the NBA that day, the WNBA, MLB, MLS, like, they just lost so much advertisement, and I love it so, so much. The only people we need to shake our heads at, though, is the NHL, because they have not jumped on the boycott train. They jumped on it today, but it's, like, a day too late. Like, why wouldn't you stand in solidarity yesterday when everybody was doing it? Mm. Um, Sounds about white. Right? Sounds about white. Um, But, dude, shout out to the NBA, because, like, the NBA is one of the professional sports that's, like, truly a player-heavy, like, sports. Like, they make the rules. They mm. are actually, like, taken care of in the NBA, unlike the NFL. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, the NBA sparked this this whole movement. And I just feel like so much derives from the NBA. Like, the way they did their playoffs, the way they are allowed to have they like had they also sparked matter. the uh, COVID like and they sparked sport. yes, they actually sparked like us taking COVID seriously too, which is yeah. just crazy. Um, I mean, there's some stuff about the NBA that's really sketchy. Oh yeah, but I mean, uh, but just we recognize that. But yeah. in this case, it's like a huge thing that they did this. Like honestly, what I was looking at. Um, some of the posts and of course there's people on there who are like why can't you just play sports like why does sports have to be politicized and I'm like because these are these people's lives yeah like those people you're cheering for um those are black athletes mm-hmm. they also even though they have money they still have to be black and go outside yeah. of America being black and they still experience I mean some of them are really famous so they're not going to experience what an average black person is going to experience but they still experience that. So they have every right to protest. They have every right to make them pockets hurt. Like, yeah, like these are, you don't. these corporations are just banking off of them and their talent. Yeah. So. Exactly. Like, and you, the people, the watcher don't own them or have any mm-hmm. right to like have them play for you. Like, exactly. That's the thing is people assume that people or athletes are there for them for their enjoyment. Yep. Nope, they're people too. <laughs> That's so American. That's so like United States thinking. <laughs> um, but I mean, it just caused like, again, like them boycotting and not playing sparks this huge conversation and it makes like newscasters and like NBA announcers and sportscasters like have this conversation and it keeps the conversation going from where we started at like at the beginning of this year and it sparks a conversation again um so that's like the whole point of them boycotting and i also love that like we say like sports is such an escape but it's like no this problem is so bad you don't deserve to escape it you need to view it and you need to hit it head on and you need to figure out how to solve it until then you don't get to be comfortable because there's all these people who don't get to be comfortable just because of their skin color exactly and um I loved like me and Lauren listen to a sports radio every day 
it's the ticket here in Dallas and Craig is a um, host on it. He was popping off like because he's been very outspoken. He is like a supporter of the Black Lives Matter movement. He's a supporter of them protesting and he's getting all this hate, of course, online. And he was just like, why does it make you uncomfortable to talk about equality? Why would Mm -hmm. that make anybody uncomfortable to want equality for everybody in the world, but like in this country specifically, how in the world does that make someone uncomfortable? Like, why are you so uncomfortable that, and if you find yourself uncomfortable with um, NBA players protesting for equality, maybe you should sit there and reflect on as to where is that stemming from? Mm -hmm. Because you're going to look inside and you're going to see internalized racism within yourself. And I just like love, I was just like, that's so true. Like, why are people uncomfortable with equality? And it's because, (laughs) right. And it's because they know how minorities are treated in this country. Why are white people so scared to become a minority in this country? Is it like, oh, are minorities treated badly in this country? I thought we were all, I thought racism doesn't exist. Like Mm -hmm. Donald Trump said at the RNC or whoever the fuck said it for him. Um, That's a good point. (laughs) Racism doesn't exist in this country. Like, why are you so scared to be a minority? Because you're going to get treated differently? Is that why? Right? Yeah. But shout out sports, dude. Like, I just love it so much. And, you know, like, they're doing more and sparking more conversation than the politicians have this whole year. Um, They're making more of a statement than the Democrats had this whole year. Um, And it's just, like, it's just time. Because the only way this is going to stop is once we face the systemic racism in this country basically knock everything down and start over but that's literally what's gonna have to happen mm-hmm. yeah man i just kind of went down a dark hole <laughs> oh god when we started talking about what why like it would make you uncomfortable to be a minority man like yeah for that day <laughs> it's gonna make you uncomfortable to realize all that priv- all like the reason you're where you were is because of all the privilege you already had. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you worked hard, but also you had like you were ten steps ahead already. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, it's just annoying. <gasps> but um, like I love it. I love that the that they're protesting or boycotting sports. Um, they sparked a huge conversation, and that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But. Like, literally, it sucks, but the only way there's going to be change is making pockets hurt. Yeah. When they realize that they can no longer just, like, keep us on this human farm, just, like, being okay, like, yeah, just, like, being okay with the bare minimum, living, like, such low-quality life. Like, once they realize they're going to freak the fuck out and they're going to have no choice because they're, we just have to, like, literally drain them. Yeah, Um, but I mean, there's, we've already had like all these conversations before, like from the past years, earlier this year, there's work to be done. Um, 
And it's not just voting. Voting is literally the bare fucking minimum if you have that privilege to cast a vote. That's the mm-hmm. bare minimum you can do to make a little bit of change. Mm-hmm. But like we said, it's systemic. It's engraved into this country. It's engraved into both parties, not just the Republican Party. Voting out Donald Trump isn't just going to end systemic racism. Um, mm-hmm. That's the bare minimum. And educate yourself and do the work and yeah that's pretty much I mean we've said it a million times yeah Yeah. and I feel like we talked about this last podcast about how like Democrats are more likely to like call out the bullshit of their own politicians like Sam was saying that's why people don't want to vote for Joe Biden um so I just I want to stem off that and be like the reason why you need to vote blue is because like even though there are some Democrats who are like are liberals who are just like weenies too, like there's still people in this party who are gonna hold those people accountable. Like unlike Republicans who don't hold their politicians accountable at all, they just follow Trump blindly and like turn their backs on other Republicans who don't agree with him. It's like at least on Democrat side, there's a little bit more of a holding. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, and that's the whole point of, like, educating yourself and doing the research is that we start voting in new people like AOC, Mm -hmm. um, and you actually look into what these politicians believe, and you're not just like, oh, they're they're liberal or they're Democrat, I'm going to go for them. Like, Mm -hmm. you actually vote for a new wave of liberal people or whatever um so yeah yeah no i mean i have to say though there is uh i forget when it even came out maybe like a couple weeks ago or i don't even know how time is anymore (laughs) but (laughs) there actually were like former republican national security officials that are just like they made their own site and they're going for Biden because they just cannot, they cannot just, they cannot vote for Trump or, you know, be for Trump. And I'm just like, damn, they made their yeah, own. Yeah, because he's side. a threat. He's a literal <laughs> threat to us. Like, yeah, he is. It's not just. But I was just like, good for y'all. Just like the security, the security of this country in general, like, yeah, it's a threat. But, um. I guess that's a good segue into talking about the RNC. Lauren, you wanted to just bring up some clown shit from it. Oh, yeah. It was just like, I of course, it was hard to watch some clips, but Ugh. it was just like they all took two lines of cocaine and then <laughs> got up on that stage and said the most ridiculous shit, like literally felt like a we say this a lot, but it just felt like I was watching Leslie Nope hold <laughs> um, whatever a like town meeting and town all hall. the townies, yeah, town hall meeting and all the town hall townies were like yelling at her for like taking sugary drinks away. It was literally <laughs> that they were like just like building the wall, saying that Trump was like so fast to react to the whole COVID situation. There's like all these lies they were saying and I'm like, you really think y'all are that great when we are still sheltering in home Yeah. and COVID hit in January? You really yeah. think that was a good thing? 
and then just I couldn't I just I don't even know how to explain it it just felt like it honestly felt like Tim and Eric Mm -hmm. like I literally think that this is an adult swim sketch yeah like this is a Tim and Eric sketch we're all getting played by Eric Andre like something's happening and Sasha Baron Cohen yeah like at all the end of this they're gonna be like haha this was an experiment y'all are fucking dumb like this was a like please tell me this was a social experiment from Tim and Eric like please like that's how it felt just so ridiculous what they were saying and so like backwards like being against abortion still and like not believing in climate change and science. I'm just like, how are you so fucking stupid still in 2020? How are you this stupid in 2020? I don't understand it. Worms in the brain, dude. Worms in the brain. I was just like, I wonder how much work fact checkers had to do for like <laughs> news orgs. Like, you know, they fact check everything. Yeah. Um, But it was just like so fear mongering. Mm-hmm. And it's happening while like another black man was gunned down by police officers, and while we're in the middle of a pandemic, and why, um, like while the Black Lives Matter movement is at all time high, like how are you gonna instill fear into your, um, like group of people when like the people who should actually be fearful are actually like fighting for their lives and protesting for their mm-hmm. lives right now. And it was just, like, so disgusting to see them be like, do you want your liberties taken away? If you yeah. want, if you, do you want to see a whole different America? You don't even want to know what they're going to bring. Like, it's going to be totally different. You're going to have no freedom, no liberties. And, and it was just dude, like, Kimberly, and I'm just like, when people, like, see something, like, the protests or whatever, and they're like, this is what. Um, this is the America Joe Biden wants. I'm like, no, this is the America that Trump created. This is Trump's America. He's president. This is happening under his presidency. We don't want this. That's what he created. That's what he wanted. And that's what's happening. But also, like, why are you mad at protesting? That's like the one of the most American thing. Yes, exactly. Like, no, this is the America you're freaking founding fathers that you suck their dick and like lick the constitution every day wanted like that's mm-hmm. that this is the america they wanted the freedom to protest and honestly the freedom to hold pocs down <laughs> being honest, so. yeah no it is um but yeah i i was like trying to watch clips and like i would tune in every now and then and i was just like i'm gonna throw up so bad dude i was like how do y'all even think these people are real they're just like fucking characters just manipulating all these followers into For thinking money that capitalism is yeah. good and that they're drilling into the into fine oil is benefiting you and you totally won't die and your great grandkids totally won't burn to a crisp because we're making millions of dollars and we have enough money to flee wherever we need to if we destroy this land like <laughs> i can't believe oh. they convince these people just so they can make more money. And these people stand up for so them. And they're sick. like, that's their money. It's capitalism. They worked hard to get there. No, dude, they were also like a thousand steps ahead because you could probably trace their family line back to the guy who signed the Constitution. Like, <laughs> exactly. I can't believe people defend these people. Like, they're not benefiting you at all. Your life is worse. No exactly. matter where you are right now, your life has gotten worse since Trump. 
is president yeah. because you're stuck inside and you may or may not be working from home. You either are working from home or you have to go in and risk your life or, or you, don't have you got a job. fired. Yeah. yeah, you got fired. So like no matter what, your life is worse. There's no way unless you're Jeff Bezos that your life has gotten better since Trump. If you're the what like oh like only the one percent, only the top one percent mm-hmm. life has gotten better and made money off of this. But yeah, I have a headache. We should stop talking about. Let's move on. I can't do it. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren texted and what did you say? You're gonna have a heart attack. No, I was gonna say that I'm gonna come on this pod and have an Alex Jones. <laughs> heart attack because he always when he gets mad and he yells he just always looks like he's about to have a cocaine heart attack and I was like (laughs) that's the amount of boiling in my blood I'm at honestly where are they getting this cocaine from no I'm just kidding (laughs) it's gotta be making them stupider I don't know Uh, but yeah let's move on to other stories Um, I do want to touch on this story that uh, broke. Well, I guess it's like been breaking. It's about Jerry Falwell Jr. And <laughs> he is like this evangelist. What are they called? Evangel- evangelist. Like, yeah, like this huge evangelist uh, preacher. He is like the president of Liberty University, which is a Christian college. And he was one of the first evangelists to heavily endorsed Donald Trump and people say that he is responsible for getting all the evangelists on board for Donald Trump so already like he sucks mm-hmm. but sweet sweet karma came back and bit him in the butt so love to see it, love to see it. literally yeah. bit him in the butt <laughs> oh, no. okay so a ex like worker of his family came out and spilled some freaking tea. His name is Jan Carlo, and he was 20 years old when he met Jerry and Becky Falwell, which is his wife, and he was a pool attendant at this uh, Miami Beach hotel. And, like, I guess they started a relationship with him, like a friendship, Mm -hmm. and then it turned out that it came out that the pool guy um, and Jerry Falwell's wife had an affair. And so this caused, like, a huge controversy. But Giancarlo came out and was, like, right? (laughs) Good for her. Giancarlo recently came out and was, like, "Uh, no, that's not true. Well, it was all consensual. The, um, that Jerry Falwell Jr. knew about the affair. And that he was even in on it. So, basically, they befriended this guy so, I mean, I'm not kink shaming here. Do what you want to do. But, I mean, you're a preacher, evangelist preacher, which is, like, the most intense Who's, like, telling these kids what to do with their own bodies. Yeah. Exactly. So, he comes out and says, oh, no, like, Jerry was in on it. He basically wanted me to have sex with his wife while he watched us. He, wanted, he was a cuck. He wanted to get <laughs> hooked. Is that what cuck means? Yeah. Yeah. You want to watch your significant other do it with someone else. So, Giancarlo Granda, that's his name, he shared with Reuters. Reuters is the one who broke this story. He had emails and text messages and other evidence that shows that Jerry Falwell Jr. was in on it the entire time. And 
I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's funny because this dude is over here telling people they're sinners and that like they can't do what they want with their bodies, but yet he's over here like doing whatever he wants. Saying he wants like watching his wife have sex with another man who is not his, not her husband, which if he really believed in the Bible, that's not that's adultery, my dude. Exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> so like when this first dropped, Falwell was like, I'm stepping away from Liberty University. And then he came out like, I think today, and he was like, oh, no, I'm not stepping away. I'm just going to be on leave for now. So he's still trying to keep his job and still trying to preach to people of what to do with their life and that they're going to be burning in hell for their choices. But I just thought that that was a nice little See, story. This is my deal. All these people who preach hate definitely are up to something like this like they just want to be their true authentic self Mm -hmm. but they're so scared to be that they project on others and they get angry that other people are living their best life like come on man if you want to do something if you want to have a foursome as long as it's all consensual and you're all adults there's nothing wrong with it but like just live your life so you stop like, I just love when people who preach hate get exposed. Like, yes. Lindsey Graham, like, Mike Pence. Like, I love when they get exposed because they're over here, like, making policies and contributing to policies that are evil and harm these people. And yet here they are doing the same thing. And, like, obviously yes. you have some pent-up rage in you about that. But just, like, live your life, man. Right? If everyone like, was just if, authentic. Yeah, like, if this came out and you weren't, you were just like a regular person and it was all consensual. Like no one would care. It'd be like, good for y'all. Right. Y'all are having good sex. Right. <laughs> like, like y'all are living life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what the freaking just... 20 year old pool boy. Like, okay. Okay. Get it. We see you. You have fun. <laughs> I stand the wife for getting that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we I had to share that story. I just thought it was a nice the little. The yeah. Uh, but that's it for like the chisme part of this. We actually have some chisme de la calle. Yeehaw, yeehaw, yeehaw. Believe yes. it or not. Um, one sad note and one happy note because that's how the world goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess let's start off with the sadder news. Um, first off, RIP to Riley Gale, the lead singer of Power Trip. Um, if you don't know who Power Trip is, look them up. Uh, they were like the biggest hardcore metal band um, in Dallas. And not even just in Dallas, like they were taking over the whole hardcore scene. Yeah. Um, they were huge everywhere. Um, They put on one of the best shows you would ever experience in your life. And that was basically due to Riley Gill's frontman stage presence. Mm -hmm. And he was like a huge influence to a lot of people, like a lot of our friends. Um, I didn't know him personally. I've seen Power Trip live. It was awesome. It was one Uh, of the best experiences ever. (laughs) But just RIP to Riley. He was only 35 years old. Sending love to his family, to their fans, and to all of the friends he had. Because, oh my god, the amount of, like, 
dedications pouring in from around the world, but especially mm-hmm. here in Dallas. Like it was just like my entire feed was just stories of how amazing he was and how kind he was. Um, so rest in peace, like a literal Dallas in power. Yes. Um, but we also have some good news. Let's move yeah. on to the good news. Um, so we thought like we weren't going to have any type of state fair this year due to COVID and the president not taking it serious. (laughs) But recently announced the state fair is going to have a, what are they calling it? Mm, It's like like a a drive-thru. Big Tech's Fair Food Drive-Thru. Yeah, so they're going to host that and there's different packages you can buy. You have to sign sign up for their email and they're going to email you and notify you once tickets go on sale. And I'm sure they're going to go freaking quick. Yeah. And so basically, it's going to be the weekends of September and October. They're going to have drive through fair. And also, photos with Big Tex. And Big Tex is going to be wearing a face mask. Yeah. I love it. But he's I have... setting a trend. Yeah. Setting a good like, example. So I have a, a little breakdown of how the packages are going to be. So oh, yeah. let's see for $25, you can get into the fair and take a photo with big techs. And that's one vehicle up to eight people. Mm-hmm. And then for $65, it's called the fair food and photo package. A you get admission, which is a vehicle up to eight people, uh, professional photo with big techs, Two soft drinks are bottled waters, two Fletcher's corn dogs, one order of Jack French fries, one order of Stifler's fried Oreos, yes. one one bag of State Fair cotton candy, Lauren, one bag of Pioneer kettle corn, the goat. You already know I'm doing that. And one Midway prize. And I'm then, doing that and I'm taking like, the like for two and just doing it for one. <laughs> so... You get a midway prize. You don't win it. You just get it. I know. I was like, I hope it's like a little baby tex. <laughs> that would oh, that roll. Would be love That'd be like the only one I'd want. Or like a pickle here. Rick. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I watched that episode last night. Oh, God. Um, and then the second one is the package B. It's $99. And this feeds three to four people. Okay, and down. you get, again, admission up to eight people in the car professional photo with big text you get four drinks four corny dogs two orders of french fries two orders of fried oreos two bags of cotton candy like two bags doing. of pioneer kettle corn oh hell yeah and exactly. two prizes of pickle rick i'm gonna get that one just for myself yeah i was like i'm gonna get that one and show up and they're gonna be like uh is there only one person in the car <laughs> like yeah do you like, still want all the drinks yes Yep. Yes, yeah. bitch. Yes, yeah. Only if it's the root beer from the barrel. Bruh. Dude, the ice cream. I'm going to miss all the ice cream. But uh, there's also going to be like other uh, people set up out there that you can buy separately. I know that the turkey legs will be out there for purchase. I was going to say. Yeah. I will to- eat a turkey leg because you know what? We're in a pandemic and <laughs> I will have belly aches for a turkey leg. But yeah, so that's going to be like so fun to do you get to like drive through it um also i was thinking about how like terrible it'd be if there was nothing because so many people rely on the state fair for a job to make money 
And also there's like vendors who rely on that to make their income for the year. So I'm glad that they decided yeah. to go this route. I was like, there's no way they can't have something. Right. With how many, with the, the amount of people that rely on that income. Yeah. It sucks though that there's not, I guess, more of a variety. Right. Um, like maybe the cars got to drive because you have to stay in your car. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the cars got to drive around to different booths, but it's like they're only basically giving support to those specific <laughs> all the yeah. which I mean those are good ones those are like I guess the main ones but... those are the ones that like definitely make their money for the year yeah yeah, yeah. The oh but yeah I'm just glad that there'll be something I will keep an eye out for that email I will be buying it as soon as possible and I'm excited and yeah even if you do yeah. like if it is just you, why not get the three to four and like hook up your homies and your family? Yeah. <laughs> um, it. Or eat it all eat it on your own. Or <laughs> uh, just have food. Or have food for the whole day. Or just eat for it edible night. and eat it all. Bruh, I can eat four Fletcher's corn dogs. Ooh, I hope they have jalapeno cheddar one. Bitch, I was going to say they better have the options because you already know I need the turkey dog. <laughs> I don't have any other one. They definitely will. There's or no need the won't. veggie dog. I'm excited to see how it all is going to work out. Yeah, I mean, I'll Fair Park was meant to be driven through, so it'll be interesting to, like, actually yeah. drive through it. I'm, like, Dude. actually prepared to, for the traffic. I'm like, I don't care if I'm in my Same. car for an hour, like, two hours. And it'll be so cool to actually have a professional photo of Big Tech. It's not, like, everybody yeah. walking around, yeah. <laughs> like, hoping you get the right angle. I think that's pretty much it. And of course, we're sending love to everybody who is in the path of Hurricane Laura. I was watching it, dude. I woke up like at 3.30 because of my dog. And I was just like, I couldn't go to sleep. I was watching everything. It hit at 1 a.m. Louisiana got uh, the worst part of it. And it's still passing through. It it was almost a a Category 5 at one point. But um, yeah. Yeah, what, it hit. You can, what you can do to help too there's places to donate there's um shelters who are looking for foster homes so and i know that um oh god what's his name clay jenkins is like there's a bunch of hotels that are empty and he's utilizing those because like how terrible to have that all happen and to try to escape during a freaking right. pandemic like, where do you go because he was like we can't have traditional like um what are they called? Shelters like this, where like the they're setup, all, right? Like a like, huge stadium. Yeah, yeah he was like, up. so he was like uh, utilizing hotels being empty, which is such a genius idea, and should be used for the homeless. And honestly, they're freaking like in stress fleeing, so it'd be nice to have like their own little right. room. Um, but yeah, help where you can, and most importantly, like take care of yourself. We've been saying this this whole year. Like, take pause take a moment you don't have to do everything you don't have to be productive all the time um meditate work out sleep just lay in your bed lay in your towel whatever because <laughs> I was feeling it so hard yesterday y'all I was just like so down and my anxiety was so high um so sending love to everybody because we're all witnessing so mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. and we should all get like a year of vacation pay and we really should. Honestly, therapy. we should all get 2021 off. For and real. like, just open up 
all the vacation spots for us to just like come right and have fun <laughs> and like Fletcher's corny dog on every corner <laughs> a turkey leg in every room <laughs> turkey leg some kettle corn uh, I'm so excited for the kettle corn dude I will get three I'm a- I'll get two of the um, $99 one just to get four bags of kettle I was going to say, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like slipping the kettle corn people like $30. Like, <laughs> like, can you give me another one? Yeah, I wonder if it's the little bags. It has to be the giant bags, right? I, would I think assume. they're the giant ones. I don't get the giant heard... one and then I regret it instantly. Mm-hmm. I heard that they're only allowing, what, 100,000 cars? Yeah, so you got to be quick with the tickets, y'all. Yeah. I'm buying them right away. Um, I'm buying four. Yeah, I'll probably just buy as many as I can for however much I can afford. But let's wrap up this show. I'm exhausted. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need another line of Alex, Alex Jones cocaine. Bruh, they, it's got to be the purest. Um, It's got to be. But How did they not die of heart attacks? I just going it's to so know. white, it's clear. <laughs> 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 Please remember to email us any ways that you've found to help, um, you know, to with the hurricane, Hurricane Laura. Um, you can always email us at spillthecheesement at gmail.com. You can visit spillthecheesement.com. And also you can visit us at Instagram at spillthecheesement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Twitter. And Twitter at spillthecheesement. And Facebook at OnlyFans. I'm just kidding. And OnlyFans. Honestly, I think we could start an OnlyFans. Patreon, bro. Our OnlyFans. That's just me. Yeah, we we could could also follow us on all of our personals. I'm at Rosa La Famosa. (laughs) I'm at Lauren Baby Tex. B B Y T E X. Not to be confused with Big Tex. We look the same and we're the same height, but we're not the same. And y'all wear the same outfit every day. Yes. Um, at Bam Boom, the O's are zeros and boom. Yeah, we're all putting out content. Our own content. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, s- stay safe, y'all. Stay, stay safe. safe. Please remember to follow us. Grow with us. Most importantly, take care of yourself. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.